Well, David, oh boy, any progress to report? Progress? Romantically speaking. Well, no, none to speak of. But you have met someone. Last night at the party. Oh, well, it's a beginning. To a life of bliss. <laughs> Being the biography of a bachelor with Diana Churchill, Colin Gordon, Denise Breyer, Annette Kelly, and Percy Edwards. <laughs> Another romantic chapter in the love life of that shy young man, David Alexander Bliss, better known to us as George Cole. Uh, tell me about her. The girl I met at the party. Hmm. Her name's Jill. I noticed her the moment I walked into the room. Love at first sight, eh? Well, I don't know about love, but what a sight. <laughs> or, or should I say vision? I should. She, she was wearing the most lovely dress, blue. I, I can't tell you how she looked. Completely plain and beautifully cut. <laughs> no wonder you couldn't tell me. Blonde or brunette? Brunette. Oh. Pretty hair, actually. But then most girls have one good feature. Jill's the same all round. Tubular, in fact. Well, hardly. What's her other name? Jill what? Well, that's the trouble. I, I don't know. Don't know? Well, there was so much noise going on when we were introduced, I didn't get her surname. Did you get her phone number? Well, no, but we, we'd barely met. I, I mean, I, I didn't like to make so bold, naturally. Mm. My dear chap, if men stopped to think before asking a girl for a phone number, the human race would soon be extinct. <laughs> I, uh, I take it you didn't get her address, either? No. Hmm. No address, no phone number. No chance of seeing her again. Oh, nonsense. We'll soon find a way around that. Whose party was it? Heather Gray's. She'd know the number. And the surname. I say, that's an idea. There's the phone. Right, huh? Let's see. It's, um, Vale 1102. What, what, what shall I say? That you were thinking of ringing Jill and wondered if she had the number. What's so difficult? Well, it's a bit embarrassing. I mean, won't, won't Heather think it's rather odd? On the contrary, she'll recognize it for what it is. A mating call. I say, steady on. Oh, hello, Heather. It's David. Um, thank you for a wonderful party. It was fun, wasn't it? Enormous fun. Um, Heather, do, do, do you happen to know Jill... Um... Jill Leslie. Oh, so that's it. Yeah, do, do you happen to know her phone number? Vale 3031. Why? Well, I, I was thinking of mating her. Thinking of... <laughs> uh, meeting her. Uh, wonderful party. Uh, uh, goodbye. Bye. 3031. I, I better jot it down before I forget. Then give her a ring before she forgets. Well, there's something in that. Mm. There we are. Now then. You know, I, I, I'm quite excited. It's ages since I took anyone out. I hope I haven't forgotten how to behave. Not you. Hmm. It, uh, it should be fun. Oh, you do realise that. Realise what? Oh, number engaged. Oh. I'll, I'll ring again in a minute. You know who that'll be. Heather, what's her name, telling her the glad tidings. What, uh, about me, you mean? Hmm. I only hope Jill's glad. Oh, she'll be delighted, I'm sure. I wonder. I'm sure. Well, I can't think why. Conquests to a woman are like contributions to charity. Gratefully received, however small. <laughs> Silly, I knew pulling a leg. Mind you, it's true. That's where you went wrong last night. They thrive on attention. Well, I'll remember that in future. Yes, and don't forget there's a mutual interest in meeting, too. Different angle, of course. In what way? We dream of a pretty girl. They dream of a house with a pretty garden. <laughs> so, that's a risk we all have to take. Risk? They've got to have somebody to mow the lawn. Well, I... I suppose I was a bit slow last night. Static. It's incredible, really. After all, you were on velvet meeting a girl at a party. Supposing you had to start from scratch, complete stranger, no introduction. What then? Well, that's easy. I'd be a non-starter. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does happen, you know. Oh, nonsense, Tony. Nobody talks to strangers. <laughs> well, that is nobody... Respectable? No. Don't you believe it? Well, I, I, I've never heard of it anyway. Well, I must have told you, surely. Told me what? How I met Anne. You don't mean that she was... That you... you... From scratch. 
Good heavens. We met in the park one spring morning. Honestly? Mm. I'd been playing tennis. Suddenly, there was your sister sitting on a park bench. And how beautiful she looked. Love at first sight, eh? Oh, I don't know about love, but what a sight. <laughs> or should I say vision? I should. You, what, what, what did you do? Well, my first impulse was to sit down beside her. But I didn't want to create the wrong impression. Well, naturally. So I sat the other end. What happened? Nothing. We just sat there in silence. And pretending she hadn't noticed my arrival, me pretending I hadn't noticed she was there. Then, after a minute or two... Isn't it a lovely day? Quite warm. I'm not going to ask you whether I've seen you somewhere before. If I had, I'd remember. Springtime in the park. There's something rather romantic about it, isn't there? <laughs> I was wrong. It's definitely chilly. <laughs> no, no, look, please don't go. I'm perfectly... Oh, well, I must be getting along too. Which way do you go? Oh, amazing coincidence. <laughs> Are you going to stop following me or do I have to call the, the park keeper? I've got a better idea. Let's take a boat out on the lake. He's bound to keep an eye on me then. Just a thought. I say, you set a cracking pace. What else can I do but follow? I'll never pass you at this rate. <laughs> look, look at those swans on the lake. Graceful, beautiful, and yet rather unfriendly. Not that I'm suggesting there's any comparison. At least you haven't hissed at me yet. If I thought it would discourage you, I would. Don't believe you would, you know. Now, please, go away. It's pretty obvious no self-respecting male swan would let that discourage him. Look at all those signets. <laughs> Sorry. As a male swan, I'm obviously a dead duck. I know how you feel, but what is a chap to do? There's no chance of a formal introduction, and honestly, honestly, what difference does it make? I might be the most shocking bounder, but if somebody introduced us, they wouldn't say this is Tony Fellows, the shocking bounder. That's my name, Tony Fellows. No particular vices, no previous convictions. How do you do, Miss, um, uh, I didn't catch your name. Or you, apparently. <laughs> Don't mind admitting I'm stumped. No, I'm not, though. I just thought I can give you a letter of introduction. A letter? Oh, terribly correct, as you'll know if you happen to be a secretary. Are you, by the way? Well, there's no harm in telling me that. I've taken a secretarial course. Oh, good show. I'll dictate it to you. Ready? I might have guessed. Dear Miss, uh, yeah, dear Madam. Bliss. Oh, definitely. Oh, I see, yes. Uh, dear, dear Miss Bliss, this is to introduce Tony Fellows. He is highly intelligent, excellent company, and free this evening. Am I going too fast for you? That's putting it mildly. Hmm, yeah. <laughs> You're certainly going too fast for me. Oh, couldn't we fall out for a second? I'm whacked. Please. <laughs> All right, then. Oh, good show. Only just in time, we were running out of park. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let's sit here and listen to the band. The band plays in the evening. Really? Now, that's amazing. I could have sworn I heard music. Must be my heart. Mm. Such beautiful... Oh, let me dust it for you first. Such beautiful music, too. Thank you. There we are. Oh. Yes, Keats was right. Keats? The poet. Remember what he said? Heard melodies are sweet, but those unheard are sweeter. Forever wilt thou love, and she be fair. I prefer Shakespeare. 
Remember what he said in The Merchant of Venice? What? Graciano speaks an infinite deal of nothing. <laughs> Call me Tony. Do you make a habit of speaking to perfect strangers? How would I know? You're the only perfect stranger I've met. Fine. Fine, Graciano. Tony. Sorry. And you? Anne. Oh. Such a beautiful day. The sun's gone in. Nonsense. And that's how it all began. Gosh. Hmm. I should give her another ring. Who? Oh, yes, of course. I, I was forgetting. Uh, Vale? 3031. Oh, thanks. You know, that, uh, that only goes to show. It was obviously meant to happen. What? You and Anne. Fate brought you together. That's a bit hard, I must say. Why should fate take all the credit? <laughs> well, still engaged. Still, eh? You must find that rather depressing. Why? Fate's obviously keeping you apart. No, Psyche, this way. <laughs> Would you take charge? Yes, all right. Don't shove yeah? Down to the butcher. <laughs> What's that, a reminder? <laughs> all right, I remember. I'll only be gone a few... Oh, dear. What's the matter? I caught sight of myself in the mirror, and what a sight I look. Well, somebody might deny it. Oh, yes, you look charming. <laughs> How can you possibly say that? I look terrible. <laughs> it was your idea. <laughs> I see. So you didn't mean it? Oh, yes, 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 of course I did. I don't know what you're worrying about. You look perfectly all right to me. Just all right? Perfectly. Bye now, darling. See you when you get back. That's if I do. Why? Where are you thinking of going? Somewhere I'll be appreciated. That's ridiculous. You've left it too late to go back to Mother. <laughs> you're right. I did leave it too late. That's funny. She, uh, she didn't sign herself somehow. I know. I didn't help by being slow off the mark. Might have done the trick if I paid her a pretty compliment. Well, I'm sure it's nothing serious. Oh, gracious, no. Probably just one of those days. Oh, talking of compliments, why not try her again? Who? Oh, Jill. Yes. Oh, might as well. If it happens this time, I, I shall begin to think you're right. About what? Fate keeping us apart. Number engaged for over 20 minutes must be a sign of something. A woman on the phone. What are you going to say? Eh? Uh, thought of that? Number engaged? No. Caller unprepared. <laughs> what, uh, what, what shall I say? That, that, that I, I, I'd like to see her again? With a little embroidery. Know what you need? What? A line of approach. I, I'm not sure that's a good idea. Not, not, not for me. It's the only idea for you. After all, you can't afford to say the first thing that comes into your head. There's something in that. I often wonder. No, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but you must admit I'm right. Safer to decide on a line and stick to it. The problem is what line? That's the problem. It'll, it'll have to be jolly simple if I'm going to sound natural. Very neatly summarized. <laughs> I know. What could be more simple than something you actually said? Remember how you described it to me? A vision. In other words, quite beautiful. Well, yes. Tell her so. What about the dress? Blue and quite lovely. Tell her so. But no details. Such as? Uh, completely plain and beautifully cut. <laughs> Dangerous ground. Well, plain, yes, but, but why cut? Well, it's not a word I use myself, but it can mean, well, tight. Tight? Inebriated. Oh, gosh, oh, I see. <laughs> oh, ca ca carry on. So far, so good. So far, no further. That's all. It's enough to begin with. You so enjoyed meeting her, you felt you simply had to ring, then press on from there. With me? Right on the line. 3031. Well, it's certainly simple enough. Yes, but this is rather a new venture for you. Not so much a line as a verbal tightrope. Take it one step at a time or you'll slip. It's never all that easy on the phone. We don't want any more. More what? Slips. You've made one already, remember? Heather and the mating call. Oh, good gracious, yes, that, that, that was awful. Mm. I, I said something about... I know you did. What, wanting to... Um... Hello? 
Oh, oh, hello? It, it's David here. Yeah? Is that you, mate? Oh, no. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that you, Jill? Yes. Who's that? Oh, David Bliss. We, we met at the party. Well, hello. I, I, I so enjoyed meeting you, I simply had to ring. I enjoyed meeting you. Really? Of course. Oh, jolly good. I, I, I noticed you the moment I walked into the room. I wonder. I, I did, honestly. And what a sight you looked. <laughs> I mean, idiot. What an idiot you looked. I'd better ring off. Oh, no, 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 no. Please don't do that. I, I, I should have said vision. Should you? Definitely. You looked absolutely blue in your lovely dress. <laughs> absolutely lovely in your blue dress. Did you really like it? Oh, particularly. I can't think why. It's quite plain. Uh, plain, perhaps, but beautifully tight. <laughs> Cut. It, 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 it was quite lovely. Thank you, kind sir. I'm flattered. Oh, good. Um, I'm sure that's not the only reason you rang. Well, no, I, I, I was wondering, um, hoping I, I might see you again. Tomorrow evening? Gosh. There's an awfully good film at the Ritz. Is there? So I hear. Oh, would, would you like to go and see it? How sweet of you to ask me. I'll meet you outside at about seven. Shall I? All right? Wonderful. <laughs> I'll see you then. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> David, old boy, I was wrong, I admit it. Hopelessly wrong. You don't need a line. I only wish I could cope. <laughs> Why bother when you can get by without? It's so much more romantic. T take your first meeting with Anne. Swans on the lake and music in your heart. Qu quoting from Keats. It may be a line, but it's jolly nice. Yes, but, but think what you've achieved just now. Remember what I called it? A verbal tightrope. So? You defied the law of gravity. <laughs> David, oh boy, any progress to report? Romantically speaking? Hmm. None to speak of. But why? You've seen her often enough. Yes, but I've made no progress. I'll never get to know her at this rate. Well, who's to blame for that? Jeremy. Jeremy? Jill's younger brother. He's always around. That's no problem. You can always send him to the pictures. That's what Jill said, but she was wrong. It was an A film and he's under 16. <laughs> well, couldn't he have got somebody to take him in? Well, he did. It was one of the worst films I've ever seen. <laughs> oh! My poor lad. <laughs> oh, but don't worry, your troubles are over. There's nobody better qualified to help than I. This is one subject I really know about. Do you? Do I? For want of a better expression, oh, brother. <laughs> Why? Why, he says. I married your sister, remember? Not that I'm grumbling, mind you. It all went pretty smoothly. Anne and I got on well together right from the start. Fell in love at roughly the same time and... From that day on, never look back. Still, you can't have it all your own way. How do you mean? I did have one obstacle to overcome, and you haven't changed a bit. <laughs> oh, I, I, I see what you mean. Was, was, I, was I all that much of an obstacle? Were you? Oh, brother-in-law. <laughs> Let me take you back to those far-off days, to one evening in particular, an evening indelibly engraved on my memory. Anne and I had known each other quite a time by then. Hello, Tony. Hello, darling. Tony, what lovely flowers. For you. Oh, how sweet of you. At a price. I might have known. Let me shut the door first. <laughs> now then. Darling. <laughs> now may I have the flowers? Mm. Oh, yes. But you've been swindled. They weren't worth that much. <laughs> In here? Yes. 
Yeah, well, after you. Oh, thank you. Are we staying in, or would you like to go for a walk? What do you think? It's a lovely evening. Mummy and Daddy are out. But cold. <laughs> That's settled, then. Beautifully settled, darling. <laughs> oh, golly. It's not all that cold out, actually. <laughs> Hello there, David. Hello. Hello, Anne. I thought you were playing cricket this evening. Game's cancelled. Pity. Oh, I don't mind. Selfish. <laughs> Tony's only teasing. I thought you liked cricket. I do, especially batting. Don't get much chance, though. Why's that? Why, it's so jolly easy to get me out. I wish I could believe that. Well, it's the truth. I, I never get much of an innings. Neither do we. I, uh, I, I, I must go and see to your lovely flowers. Would you mind if I left you with David for a moment? Not a bit. I'd like to have a little chat with him. It won't take me long. Doubt if I can say the same. Oh, I'll open the door for you. Thank you. I wonder if we've got a vase large enough. Wouldn't be any use. He'd only get out. <laughs> you, you've just been nice to David. Like a brother. A big brother. Now then, David. Yes? Hmm. Oh. Uh, we can always go into the other room if you've got a lot of prep. A lot? Haven't any. We, we, we were supposed to have chemistry, but old stink forgot. <laughs> it's enough to make blue litmus turn red. <laughs> like to go to the flicks. Well, not all that keen. A walk? Well, yes, all right. Where shall we go? <laughs> not all that keen. Why not go in the other room and listen to the wireless? It's not working. You're so right. <laughs> oh, well, only one thing left to do. What's that? Change the subject. How are you getting on with your stamp collection? Have you got... Oh, good gracious, that reminds me. I've got one for you, a Luxembourg, one franc, 75, blue on cream. I say, how is it? Oh, dear, how sickening. I've left it in my dressing table drawer. Oh, never mind, next time will do. Ah, that's if it's still there by then. I don't know about your mother, but mine has a shocking habit of clearing out drawers. Still, I doubt if she'd throw it away. Hope not, anyway. Do, 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 do you think she might? Well, you'll never know with mother. Golly. Tell you what. Why not go round and fetch it? When, huh? Why not? You'll be sure of it, then. Um, let me see now. Um, you've never been to my house, have you? No. No. Good show. I'll tell you the way. <laughs> um, take a bus to Merivale Rise, walk down the hill till you come to Mitchell's Road. Turn left. It's a long road. Go right down to the bottom, left again, take the fourth turning on your left. I say, half a sec. Too fast for you? Much. You've you got me going round in circles. How did you guess? <laughs> I know. I'll, um, I'll draw you a map. Oh, jolly good. How, how did you get the stamp? Did, did it come... Oh, here, here's a pencil. Ah, oh, thanks. Did, did it come on a letter? Hmm? No, I bought it. Bought it? As an investment. Why, are you interested in stamps? No, your sister. Your sister told me how keen you are. Uh, there you are. Can you follow it? Um, yes, I think so. Mm -hmm. Anyway, if I get lost, I can always ask somebody. No, I shouldn't do that. They're all strangers around there. I should take a compass. <laughs> Very fooling. <laughs> What's the matter? Something wrong with the map? I, I was just thinking, wouldn't, wouldn't it be quicker if I went Now, David, to... old chap, I ought to know the way home. I live there. You'd better get cracking. It gets dark about 11. Here we are. Here's your bus fare. Oh, thanks, Tony. There we are. Don't they look lovely? I'm just going round to Tony's house, Anne. Round to Tony's? Guess what he's bought me. A Luxembourg 1 franc 75. Cheer. Cheer. Take care. Right off. Tony. What? You know what. What have you been up to? Nothing. I got him a stamp, that's all. Come on and sit down. He'll be all right. Does he know the way? He ought to. I give him a map. A map? Oh, well, I mean, I... Uh, well, why would he want a map? The bus stops at the end of your road. How beautifully you've arranged flowers. I suppose you'll send him miles out of his way. Well, it's a much prettier way. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. 
Just a second, Anne. You know what he's like. He's spoiled a good many evenings. Your mother and father tactfully go into the other room, leaving us alone. And what happens? In walks little brother. You just go and call little brother back. Oh, no, but Anne... Go on. All right, if you say so. David. I'll get cross. David. <laughs> David. Oh, you must go. Ah, I suppose you're pleased with yourself. No, not very. Sorry, Anne. I should jolly well think so. Did you really buy him a stamp, or have you sent him on a wild goose chase? Oh, no, it's there, all right. I wonder. It is, I promise. I see. So you actually went to all the trouble of buying a stamp so that you could leave it at home and send... Yes, I'm sorry. The rotten trick, I know. A terrible trick. <laughs> but clever. Oh, then I'm forgiven. <laughs> on one condition that next time you're here, you'll give him some batting practice. I did the other evening for hours. <laughs> Still, it's a bargain. A wonderful bargain, darling. Oh, oh golly. Oh, no. <laughs> We, we thought you'd gone. No, I, I went upstairs for my album. Thought I'd better check first, and guess what? What? I've got it. <laughs> got it? A Luxembourg 1 franc 75, blue on cream. You go and put the wickets up. I'll be out in a second. Oh, whistle. <laughs> Sorry about the stamp. Where you an obstacle, oh, brother-in-law. <laughs> Does he come back to you now? Well, does it? No, oh, sorry, I, I was just thinking. Uh, Jeremy collects stamps. Jeremy? Oh, yes, your little obstacle. <laughs> I, I wonder if it'll work with him. Well, you've got nothing to lose. Well, price for stamps. Well, not even that. I, I came across my album the other day. Some people have all the luck. <laughs> well, it's certainly worth a try. Tr trouble is, Jill lives so near here. Yes, but he'd still need a map. That's a thought. David, where did you say... Oh, hello, dear. I didn't hear you come in. I've been in quite a time. You've got a smut in your nose. Oh, that's typical. Wear a new dress, try a new hairstyle, and they're lost on a husband. But a smut, he notices. Oh, give me a chance. Uh, let me see. Yes, very nice. Suits you better that way. What does? Your hair. I haven't changed it. <laughs> no? Not in years. You think the dress suits me? Uh, um, haven't I seen you in it before? Obviously not. Oh, it's charming. Otherwise, you'd know how long I'd had it. Years? Of course. Well, there's something different about you. The smut on my nose. Ah, that must be it. <laughs> Suits you, too. You'll never notice how I look. Oh, you look charming. It's too late now. Well, darling, what's wrong? Had a bad day? No worse than usual. David, hmm? isn't it time you went and spruced up? No, 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 hurry. <laughs> well, go and put the wickets up. I'll be, I'll be out in a second. Oh, gosh, oh, I see. Oh, right up. I can take it here. What was all that about? That's what I was going to ask you. You haven't been yourself lately. Is anything the matter? Not really. Not that I know of. I know better. I'd like to hear my diagnosis. It's quite a common complaint, you know. Is it? Doctor? Very. You're sick. Sick to death of coping with the housework and the children. Even a little sick of me. Am I right? Completely. Apart from the odd word here and there. Such as? Even a little. Let's put me in my place. I'm sorry. No, don't be silly. You'll probably be overdoing it. I don't feel tired. Do I look tired? Not a bit. Do you know how you look as far as I'm concerned? How? Exactly as you did when we were first met. Naturally. That's about the last time you looked at me. Oh. <laughs> That's not true. Not even vaguely. What's more, I can prove it. Here. Use my handkerchief. It's still there. What? Smut on your nose. 
dropped off while I was reading. Well, how'd it go? Any progress? None. Why? Usual reason. Jeremy. I thought you were going to try him out with the stamp trick. I did, and guess what? What? He got it. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. History repeating itself. With a vengeance. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, this calls for a change in strategy. I think. Oh, listen. We might need a couple of babysitters tomorrow night. Oh, that's an idea. Oh, except that, well, I, I'm not sure I know her well enough to suggest it. All right, then, suggest coming round to meet us. Well, what's the point if you're not going to be here? That's the whole point, surely. We'll be here to greet her. And then? The disappearing trick. We've completely forgotten we're dining with, uh, well, for sake of argument, a client of mine. My secretary rings up to remind us. We hurry off, leaving you alone. And how's that? Masterly. <laughs> My dear chap. Oh, where, where's Anne, by the way? Oh, she thought she'd have an early night. Oh, good. Did you, did you know what I think she needs? Hmm? A jolly good tonic. Of a kind. Meaning? In a sense, the mixtures before. I'm sorry, I, I don't understand. Mind you will tomorrow night. Oh, hello, Tony. I thought I heard you. What are you hiding? Oh, nothing. Just putting my hat down, that's all. Is Jill here? Yes. Splendid. I suppose Davy's told you the plan. A fictitious dinner date. Exactly. And what do we really do? Tramp the streets? No. We go to the theatre. I've got the tickets. Look. Oh, Tony, how lovely. <laughs> You're all right. I'll answer it. That'll be my secretary. By the way, I think we ought to wear evening dress. Must we? Afraid so. Doctor's orders. Not for the theatre. No, for dinner afterwards. I booked a table at the Rothschild. Oh, Tony. Oh, that reminds me. There's something else. What? Yeah. All kids. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to prove something to you tonight. Prove just how attractive you are. I see. And how do you intend to do that? Easily. All the men will turn and look at you. I hate to mention this, but I haven't got a thing to wear. That'll make them turn all the faster. <laughs> Tony. Darling. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, he hasn't changed a bit. <laughs> that, 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 that was your secretary. Apparently, you're supposed to be going out tonight. Good gracious. We've completely forgotten. Uh, I must go and change. I say, Anne, Anne seems much more herself tonight. Anne, uh, the mixture is before. I'm sorry, I, I still don't understand. Before we were married. Even wives like to be noticed. Something I might have forgotten if I hadn't talked to you. You better get back. Girlfriends hate to be neglected. I'll see you when I come down. Right, huh? Sorry about that, Jill. That's all right. Well, let's sit down. Would you, uh, would you like me to turn the wireless off? Turn it off? It isn't on. Amazing. I, I could have sworn I heard music. It must be my heart. Oh, no, that's going too far. It sounds so wrong coming from you. Does it? Why? I don't know. It's not your line. No, it's Tony's. No, I mean... <laughs> You're sweet. You're wonderful. Mm. Oh, gosh, that settles it. I can't cope and there's an end to it. An end? Definitely. That's my last line. That was a life of bliss. The artist taking part were David Bliss, George Cole, Anne Fellows, Diana Churchill, Tony Fellows, Colin Gordon. Psyche the Dog, Percy Edwards, Heather Gray, Annette Kelly, Jill Leslie, Denise Bryer. And this programme, which was recorded by the BBC, was written by Godfrey Harrison and produced by Leslie Bridgemont.